Hi, you're listening to The Tradie Show, Together in Trade Business, the podcast for trade business and contracting bosses like you and your partner who want to lead with confidence, make more profit and create a better lifestyle. Are you ready to fast track your freedom and have some fun? With your hosts, fellow trade business owners and husband and wife team, Andy and Angela Smith. Hey everyone and welcome back to another awesome episode of The Tradie Show, Together in Trade Business. I'm Andy and as usual, I'm joined by my lovely wife and business partner, Ange. Hey everyone. Hey everyone. You already said that. You already said that. Are you playing silly buggers? Are you playing silly buggers or what? (laughs) All right, I give. What are you doing? Okay, okay. You got me, you got me. I'm just introducing today's episode topic and taking the piss a little. Right, I knew it. So what is the topic? Copying? You have absolutely nailed it, Ange. (laughs) Yeah, the other day I was sitting at a set of traffic lights and I noticed two tradie trucks are sitting there side by side and they were different businesses, but both trucks were blue and yellow. And I thought, oh, now this isn't uncommon and I had a bit of a closer look, but their logos were very similar as well. And if it weren't for the fact that the business names were completely different, I could have even sworn they were exactly the same business. Ouch. Yeah, so I've had experience with something similar with my plumbing business as well, and so have some of our members along the way. But I thought there's no better way to teach our listeners about how to avoid copycats than to chat about it in this episode. Yeah, okay, good. I love that. So some say that copying is the highest form of flattery, but if they want the same as you, you must actually be doing something right. But when it comes to business, this can be really detrimental to your brand and it can actually cost you customers. Yeah, definitely. And with so many tradies out there these days, there's a tradie truck on every corner, isn't there? It's getting a lot harder to stand out in the crowd. So there's only so many different colours in the rainbow to choose from when you're picking branding. And it's actually getting quite common these days to see similar colours of branding on the road. But I wouldn't necessarily consider that as copying. No. Unless you're doing something really out there like some psychedelic hippie pattern and someone's doing exactly the same. Yeah. But when it comes to copying, I've honestly heard stories of businesses stealing names, logos, and even entire websites. Wow. People seriously have no boundaries, right? crazy. And whilst I do think some copycats are genuinely accidental. Yep. Because you truthfully might have actually got similar ideas. There are some copycats purposefully trying to steal your identity so they can actually profit from your hard work, like leaning on your company name. Yep. You are completely right there, Ange. I mean, this happened with Dr. Drip way back then, if you can remember. We had another guy call himself Dr. Drip Maintenance and Plumbing, which was so similar to our name. It's almost a carbon copy. And he even got away from putting stuff on our supplier's account. And I was like, oh, my God. And it wasn't actually until one of my boys rang up and he said, do you have another plumbing account? I said, no. And he said, well, the guy has asked me which Dr. Drip account did you want? Did you want Dr. Drip Plumbing or did you want Dr. Drip Maintenance and Plumbing? And I was like, hang on, this seems a bit weird. So we looked into it and, yes, there'd been another company that set up Dr. Drip Maintenance and Plumbing. So then it just made sense now why we're catching thousands of dollars incorrectly charged to our account. We're talking to our supplier and saying, what is happening? And they said, oh, it's just a genuine mistake. 
But now we've realised it was the wrong account and that was put on our account. Yeah, not the wrong purchase. That's right. It truthfully happened. Exactly. I remember you called the guy that owned the business. Yeah, I did and I was pretty upfront and said, hey, it's Andy here from Doctor at Plumbing. And he was seemed pretty quiet on the <laughs> end of the line and I said, hey, mate, I was just ringing up to say hi. And he said, hi, how are you going? I said, I just wanted to ask you what your name is. And he said, my name is Doctor Drip Maintenance and Plumbing. And I said, well, you do realise I've been, I think we'd been going for about seven years by then. And I said, it looks like you've started up like only in the last two months. So I said, mate, you're infringing on our trademark and you're going to have to change your business name. And I was very polite about it. And he said, I'm not going to do that. I've spent a lot of money doing this, setting my my business up. And I said, well, that's fine. But what we'll have to do is get our lawyers involved, which is going to cost us a bit of money, but it's going to cost you a bucket load of money because any revenue that we've dropped will be suing you for that as well. And yeah. then that's when his tune changed. Yeah. What happened then? Well, in the end, um, we had his sister, who was a lawyer, rang me up and she profusely apologised and said, we're going to change the name and we're going to pay back because we realised the materials as well with our suppliers. Yeah. And she was really good about it. And they did everything that was meant to be. And I don't know what his new business name was. Maybe you're out there listening today. <laughs> <laughs> But they were nice about it. Like, I don't have any hard feelings. Did he do it on purpose or did he do it as a mistake? I mean, I don't know. I mean, we had like a lot of trucks on the road and we had about 20 guys. Like, we were all over Sydney. And we were geographically in the same area. Yeah, I'd be very surprised if he didn't know who we were. Yeah, I'd say he'd be Mm -hmm. trying to ride on our coattails. Maybe, maybe. Not to mention, we could easily have been losing business once this guy set up a website because if people Googled Dr. Drip, both our businesses would have featured and they simply would have had to pick like a 50-50 chance. Is it Dr. Drip plumbing or (laughs) is it Dr. Drip maintenance and plumbing? Yeah. Yeah. You're right, and it would have um, been a disaster. We're lucky that we trademarked, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. Mm. So we were lucky we got a chance to put a stop right there, but most trade business owners wouldn't even know if they had competitors out there. Um, We are just lucky to come across this guy. So when you're driving in traffic from now on, keep your eye out and find out who is out and about. But I'm because we deal with so many trade businesses, and I'm not going to mention names, but there's names that are the same in Sydney to Brisbane to WA, like in all these different states, there's people that have the same names. Well, I but remember. I'm assuming there's no trademarks on these names. Well, this is the challenge, right? Yeah. And I remember this actually happening to one of our members, an electrical yep. company in a regional town in New South Wales, That's who right. have a great logo and really strong brand presence. Mm-hmm. I won't actually mention their business name, but say, for example, it was three letters, let's say ABC. Yep. And another member from Brisbane sent a picture of a vehicle with the exact same logo. I'm kid you not, same colours, same design, same font. The only Mm. difference was their logo was, say, ABD, not ABC. And guess what the logo was? What? It was a lightning bolt that was yellow. Yeah. Good on you, electricians. (laughs) So inventive. But I've seen this happen so many times with logos because a lot of people thought it was really smart to go to things like 99 Designs where they have 100 graphic designers globally all over the world and you get in there and you say, I want an original logo and I want you to design something from scratch that no one else has, ready, set, go. And then you look at, say, five or six different logos, you pick one, you pay them the money and away you go. But there's no contract signed. There's no nothing. But what these designers are doing is just using that for the next person and the next person and the next person and it's amazed how many of the same logos are out there. Yeah, the challenge of not owning the rights to the actual logo, right? And maybe it's not the logo is exactly the same but they use a certain type of 
a man, like a, a comical an feature, an image, comical yes. feature. And I'm seeing that everywhere these days. Yeah. So it was really lucky with these guys that I just mentioned who are operating in different states because imagine how hard it would be for a customer to tell those two businesses apart. That's right. So if Mrs. Jones doesn't use you on a regular basis, she isn't going to remember your business name 100%. So she's simply going to Google, say, Plumber Sydney as an example. And on the first page are these two companies with identical colours and branding. And the only difference is the name, ABC Plumbing or ABD Plumbing. Is she really going to be able to tell which one's which? Like, probably not. And then you've potentially lost a customer. Yeah. Your customer. No, nah, that's exactly. And But um, the lucky thing is, guys, there are strategies that you can use to protect yourself from being copied. Like trademarking. So, yep. So, and let's get into it. Yes, let's do <laughs> it. So this first one can be hard sometimes, but you just need to think differently. So, mm-hmm. for example, you used this example of a, say, electrical company. Yep. So let's mm-hmm. say your company name was Zap Electrical and your colours are currently yellow with a big yellow lightning ah, bolt. Ah, there you go. But it's not really original, right? <laughs> so sorry to all you Zap electricians <laughs> who are using yellow branding, mm. but it can be really easily copied. Yeah, a way that you can think differently, for instance, is considering changing the colour. I know that everyone sees a lightning bolt as yellow, but say you had the lightning bolt as purple, for instance. It sounds silly, but that is definitely different and it's a way that you can stand out. Yeah, and another way to protect yourself is to have your logo graphically designed by someone locally. I so, definitely advise this. Yeah, it'll probably cost you a bit more money than finding, say, someone online who's overseas or even finding something on Google Images and duplicating it, but it will 99% guarantee that your logo and branding is original and that you own the rights. And when you've got something that's original, it is definitely worth trademarking. Too many of us out there goes, I can't be bothered. I'm not going to do it, but believe me, every single one of you should be doing it because this is going to cost you a little bit of money at the start, but if you find that someone is copying you accidentally or they're actually doing it on purpose, it's almost impossible to stop them doing it. But if it's trademarked, you've got something you can fight with. Yeah, like we said, trademarking Dr. Drip as a company name with inclusive of the logo that we had saved us definitely on a number of occasions from copycats. And if you don't trademark quick enough and someone else starts using similar branding and they trademark before you, they can actually stop you from using the branding. So you might think it's not worth it and that nothing is ever going to happen to me, you say, but it's never a problem until it is, right? That's it. And just on this, when we say stop them, we don't mean rocking up to their house with a baseball bat. (laughs) or coming down hard with legal action as your very first option. You need to come in really, really soft. It just starts with a simple conversation, something like, I notice your branding is a bit similar to mine, and I believe this is an issue for both of us. You might not be aware, but I have a business name and branding trademarked, meaning no one else can use a similar name and branding. I have to ask you if it's okay if you could change your name or branding as soon as possible to help us all to avoid future issues or legal action. And let's face it, it's going to cost us both a lot of money. Yeah, you just have to be really nice about it. I think it's always best to come in nice. And then after that, you can decide. (laughs) Yeah. Well, they might not even have known that they copied you. Well, that's right. Yeah. 
but <laughs> more likely they did. Yeah. Let's be truthful. And if you're nice and they still don't do anything about it or refuse to change it, then you are going to actually have to look at legal action. And just a disclaimer here, Andy and I are not lawyers and I do recommend that you reach out to a professional in this area to understand your options if you're in hot water with a copycat. Yeah, the funny thing was, Ange, um, when we were just explaining that, I've had a few people ring up Dr. Drip and talk to me in the past and they've tried to throw the heavies on me. When someone does that, I just dig my heels in and fire back. I'm like, game on, let's fight, you know? So I think it is so much better to come in softly and then you can go from there. But do you think you reacted like that because you knew you had trademarked the company name and the logo and therefore you had grounds? To push back, I guess. Well, yes, but I acted like that because he rang up like an absolute kid. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, mate, who do you think you are to ring me and talk to me like that? And I think that's life. You know, you get one person fire up, the other one's going to fire up. And that's why we advise, you got two guys firing up, you're going to butt heads. Yep. And that's why we advise, come in softly first and then let them settle down, let them think about what's going to happen because it is a shock to them too. Sure. Oh, my God, I've just spent 10 grand on logos and and branding and I've got to change it. Mm. So they're not happy at the start. Give them a chance to think about it and it's the better way to go. I must be my older age, Ian, so I'm just... (laughs) Zen. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I absolutely love the news article we've got for you guys today. When I say I love it, I mean I love it because I love to hate it. Oh, do tell. What is it? It is honestly bullshit. That's what it is. (laughs) And it's something that comes up time and time again in the media. And guess what? It does my head in. Tell us what you really think. (laughs) It's an article about how Melbourne tradies are the seventh Highest paid workers in the world and Perth tradies aren't far behind them. Another one. I feel like the media literally spin this out once a month when the news gets slow. It's like they haven't got anything better to talk about. No, seriously. I mean, this article states that Melbourne tradespeople are taking home $124 an hour, making $243,000 a year on just a regular 30-hour work week. And it also goes to say that Perth tradies are making $117 an hour, Brisbane tradies $111 an hour, Sydney tradies $106 an hour, and Adelaide tradies $97 an hour. Now, that's just for the trade person on the tools, not the business owner. You know what pisses me off even more? Why is Sydney only $106 an hour? (laughs) Overall, though, that's absolutely ridiculous. And what else I find really stupid about this was that this survey, because I went and read it when you brought this up, was conducted by an international construction market survey from a British construction company, Turner and Townsend. I'd love to know how they managed to come across these facts. And who are they? Like, seriously, who the hell are you? To come here and do a survey in Australia and get it so far out of whack. Well, they're just not (laughs) written right. Anyway, bloody the media. You don't need to listen to it, do you? It's full of crap. Yeah. (laughs) And 
There's also the fact that the customers who are reading these articles or see something similar in shows like A Current Affair, and they think that these tradies are out to rip them off. They suddenly get scared of spending any money with any trade company and demand for a breakdown of jobs and invoices. Then if you don't want to give them the breakdown, they dig their heels in. And if you do give them something, they question every single line. How much did you pay for each individual material? They could have bought it themselves to save money. We've heard it all before. Yeah, you're not (laughs) wrong. People will believe anything that media tells them. Crazy. And at the end of the day, of course, tradies are out to make some money. Definitely. As is everyone. (laughs) But not many trade businesses can afford to pay their staff over $100 an hour and still keep the business operating. It's just not reality. Believe what you want, people, but definitely don't believe these (laughs) articles. (laughs) Exactly. Now Uh. back to the episode. Overall, I just think about you got to keep an eye out there on your competition. You won't know if there's anyone out there stealing your ideas or content if you don't check it every now and again. And you can do a quick Google search of your business and see what comes up and keep an eye out on the roads for other trade vehicles while you're driving around. Yeah, you should be doing this anyway, to be honest, if you've got the right marketing steps or plans in place, because you always need to keep an eye on what we consider threats in the market. But doing this in the context of copycats is actually a really smart idea. Yeah, don't go nitpicking, but definitely just keep an eye out. Because as we mentioned, copying can be devastating in terms of losing customers. And even in our case, increasing expenses by charging our supplier account. Yeah. But if you actually want a business to grow and then you want to look at selling the business down the track, You've definitely got to have your own branding and you've got to stand out from the pack. You know, no one wants a business that's very similar to another business in the same local area. Yeah, so make sure you keep doing regular checks to make sure no one's copying you. It could actually be an opportunity for you to revisit your current name, your branding, your content, and see if there's anything you can do to push the envelope to make sure you stand out more. Exactly. We've done a few upgrades actually on Dr. Drew's yeah, logo def- specifically over time we to have. make our image more modern. Yep. Well, that being said, I think that's a wrap, Andy. What do you say? Well, I think that's a wrap, Andy. What do you say? <laughs> Back on this, are we? Oh, oh yeah, God. I know. I'm a dick. It's definitely time to wrap <laughs> it up. Catch you later, guys. See you then. Subscribe to The Tradie Show, Together in Trade Business Now, wherever you get your favourite podcasts. Rate and write us a review or check out the show notes at lifestyletradie.com.au forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening. Until next time, hell yeah.